Ain't no cure for the wintertime blues in the fall. With Prairie Public Music News, I'm Eric Detheridge. Oh, Superman. Yes, if you ever wanted the chance to see spoken word multimedia avant-garde singer-songwriter Lori Anderson and all her performance art glory, well, if you happen to be in New York City on a certain Sunday between March and December of 2020, you'll have the chance to see her at Joe's Pub. She just picked up the Public Theater's 2020 Vanguard Award and Residency Prize, and hence the year-long uh, Sunday once-a-month gig at Joe's. Now, Lori says she loves Sunday evening shows because it's kind of an interesting uh, no-man's land to expand and experiment, but she's going to have writers as well as musicians collaborating, jamming, and hopefully, she says, making entirely new songs and touching on political issues in this challenging political time that we're in as artists are uh, expert at doing. Uh, Lori Anderson recently put out Songs from the Bardo, an 80-minute piece based around the Tibetan Book of the Dead. If you want to know all there is to know about the White Stripes, Third Man Records has launched a new podcast about the ex-husband and wife minimalist blues rock duo called Striped, the story of the White Stripes. Hosted by Kentucky journalist Sean Cannon, the show retraces Jack and White's early days in Detroit through interviews with musicians, friends, and fans. But here's kind of the weird thing. Despite Third Man, which is owned by Jack White, putting out this podcast about his old band, neither he nor Meg will be heard in it at all. Well, that's weird. So is this weird wintry weather day in, uh, what is it, uh, early October, we could still call it. So maybe we could all use a good sweater and maybe uh, one that's a season too late, like an autumn sweater. Great song by Yola Tango that features Georgia Hubley's kick drum and that pipey organ. Well, it's covered pitch perfectly by Boston band Pale Hound. So if you bundle up with your favorite autumn sweater today, uh, check out Pale Hound's take on Yola Tango's autumn rock indie classic. Well, speaking of dreary days, what could be more dreary and sad than Eleanor Rigby? Well, on this day in music history, October 10th, 1939, the real Eleanor Rigby passed away in her sleep from unknown causes at the age of 44. Now, Paul McCartney's always been cryptic about this song. He says he uh, wrote the first draft of the uh, 1966 somber Fab Four classic about a a character named Miss Daisy Hawkins. But in the 1980s, somebody was kind of hanging around a church graveyard and found a tombstone at St. Peter's Church in Liverpool, just a few feet away from where John and Paul met for the first time, that read Eleanor Rigby. Rolling Stone named it the best prog rock album after Dark Side in 1969. Court of the Crimson King by King Crimson was released. In 2007, Blender Magazine put out a list of the worst lyricists of all time, and if you can believe it, Sting topped that list. His uh, lyrical sin, name-dropping Nabokov in the Lolita-inspired police song Don't Stand So Close to Me. They also singled out Rush Cheap writer Neil Peart, the uh, drummer who uh, wrote their songs. I mean, glittering prizes and endless compromises shatter the illusion of integrity. Yeah, not good enough for you? Blender also honed in on a pretty easy target, Scott Stanton of Creed, and they singled out Noel Gallagher of Oasis, saying he seemed incapable of following a metaphor through a single line, let alone a whole verse. Ouch. And a sad milestone in 2010, as the king of rock and soul king Solomon Burke passed away just after his plane landed in Amsterdam.
Birthdays today, inarguably one of the greatest lyricists of all time, Mr. John Prine. Uh, my personal favorite singer in the Neville Brothers, and it ain't Aaron, it's Cyril Neville. Mid-year of Ultravox, who co-wrote Band-Aids, Do They Know It's Christmas with Bob Geldof, and the late great English singer-songwriter Kirsty McCall, who penned Tracy Ullman's big hit, They Don't Know, and did just an awesome cover, which I cranked up loudly in her honor today, of Billy Bragg's A New England, Kirsty McCall, who passed away tragically in a boat accident. And that is a wrap for Music News for Prairie Public. I'm Eric Detheridge. Stay warm and rock on.